Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Welcome back to Love Your Life Podcast, where I give you the tools and resources to up-level your overall health, mind, body, and soul so that you can create a life you absolutely love. This podcast is for people who want to improve their health, grow spiritually, and have a positive outlook on life. If that sounds like you, then I am glad you came across this podcast. And today's recording is actually from my YouTube channel over at Fitness Wellness Life. I thought it was very appropriate for this podcast also, as we are talking about staying motivated throughout the year, even when you don't have a workout partner. So without further ado, on to today's podcast episode. Hey, it's your girl, Stephanie, back for another Healthy Tips episode. And in today's episode, I want to cover how to stay motivated even when you are working out alone. This is a question I get asked all the time. Like, okay, when I'm not working out with you or with a friend or whatever it may be, how do I still stay on track? And I know motivation is key, right? Because if you're not motivated, then you easily fall back into your old habits. Those workout buddies and group fitness classes can easily help you stay motivated. You feel accountable because you're showing up. You also may feel a little bit awkward just running around the gym doing lunges when everyone else in the room is doing some push-ups. So there is still really great times that you can schedule in those workouts and still stay on track of your goals even when that spin class is canceled or you're snowed in at home or you, your friend just ended up saying, hey, I can't make it to the gym and you end up having to work out solo. So these are some things to do for your solo workout. Number one, remember your progress. There are many powerful reasons for exercising. Maybe you want to drop a dress size or have more energy or perhaps you want to manage the symptoms that you have that are from a chronic condition or strengthen your heart, or strengthen your muscles. What is your big reason? What is your why for actually doing this workout in the first place? Pick a space. Even the simplest home gyms can serve as a visual clue to reminding you to really reel it in, Um, really get you into that mood of working out. So if you feel a little bit like unmotivated about your home gym, Maybe put some motivational quotes on it, maybe changing up the color scheme, maybe you know, making it a little bit more exciting one way or the other, putting some new workout equipment in there, whatever it may be. On the other hand, you might also prefer to head on outside or a local park or your own backyard where it's 
beautiful and sunny and you can see nature. I know I personally enjoy doing that, playing some music. So a lot of people get motivated with playing music and people find me absolutely crazy because I actually like to listen to podcasts and audiobooks when I work out, except for when I'm running. Um, but that's, that's me. I'm not telling you to do that, but a lot of people like to play music. So my number three is to play music. Set up, um, set up like a time that you can really create that playlist so that you can find that upbeat music that really, truly moves you. Because sit-ups require a lot less effort when you're listening to your favorite song. Same thing goes with running. Like I said, I listen to podcasts and audiobooks all the time or YouTube channels when I'm working out at home. But if I'm outside going for a run, I actually need to have that playlist, especially if I'm doing the races. I need something that's going to light that fire in me and motivate me to keep those legs moving. Otherwise, I'm like, skip it. I'm not, I'm not about to do this any longer. And, and I'm in this field. So I definitely understand how you guys feel when fitness is not your field, right? Fight boredom. Switch your workouts around to avoid that mental fatigue you will find this to be a lot more exciting and when you start to do this. And you also challenge your body in so many different ways. So don't continue to do the same routine all the time. Change things up a little bit. Um, or if you're working with me, reach out to me and I'd be happy to change up your workout plan so that you have something that's a little bit more fun and exciting to do to really get that motivation in gear. Browse online. So if you're looking for some really great fresh ideas, I personally love Pinterest. I also love YouTube and I like Instagram. But please, please, please be cautious because some of these workouts are not necessarily great form. So really be cautious of where you're getting your things. So many times I've gone into a fitness class that I had to sub for TRX and a lot of the people in the class are doing improper form for a lot of the TRX exercises. And as a TRX certified coach, it irks me to death because their instructors are finding some crazy workouts that are on Instagram or YouTube that are not necessarily TRX certified. So make sure that you're actually going to a reputable source like myself or going to um, places like actually the TRX official workout page. Start small is my number six. Um, does an hour long session seem to feel a little bit overwhelming? Set some incremental goals instead. Tell yourself that you're going to just be working out for five minutes. Chances are you end up going a lot longer. And I used to do this all the time, and I still do all the time when I'm running. I'm just like, all right, five more minutes, five more minutes. All right, like a half a mile. All right, like a quarter of a mile. So I just break up that long distance of a half marathon into small increments. Because if I sat there and I thought from the, out the gate that I had 13-something miles to run, I probably wouldn't finish. So I'm always just looking like, all right, I just need to go a little bit further or I just need to make it to this person that's wearing a white t-shirt or I just need to get, make it to this street corner or whatever it may be. I just break it up into small increments and it really, really helps with that long-term goal. Number seven is play around. Make workouts fun. Pick a variety of different activities that you actually enjoy doing. Test out sessions that you like to do, like maybe switching it up and doing some yoga, some Pilates, or um, treat your sessions like it's a game where you compete with yourself to beat your last performance. I do this a lot of times where I would do hit workouts and it's like, okay, I've done this workout before. Let's see if I can get like some more reps in that same amount of time. Or um, let's see if I can do it in a shorter period of time or whatever it may be. Just make it like a game, especially if you're competitive. This would be really exciting for you. Number eight is to enjoy the time. It is healthy 
to take some time for yourself. So learn to enjoy the company and be in complete solitude. I actually enjoy working out alone. I'm in this zone. Like when people see me at the gym, I am in a zone where all I see is pretty much a beeline to where the next exercise equipment needs to be. And I tell people all the time, like, this is my sanctuary time. So please, please, please leave me alone. I actually find it somewhat difficult, um, depending on my mood that day, to work out with some friends, um, unless I'm working out like with a couple of friends that are very respectful of the fact that, like, yes, when I have my headphones on, we don't talk in between sets, we can chit chat, but not during the actual sets. Things to do before and after your solo workout. These are some tips to help you stay on track and motivated. Number one is to plan ahead. Design your full sequence in advance if you do not have a coach like myself to help you with that. That way you'll be less likely to give up in the middle of your session because you are stumped on what to do next. If you um, are that kind of person that is like, I don't even know what to do, reach out to me. That's what I do. I create workout plans. Reach out to me. I will create a plan for you so you can just take the whole guesswork out of it. I hire a coach all the time just so I don't have to sit there and have to think about my own exercises, you know, and I'm a personal trainer. So it makes sense. Sometimes you just don't feel like wanting to know what the heck or have to create something yourself. Hire someone to do it. It's a lot more effective that way too. Eat well. A balanced diet gives you energy. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a nutritionist too, but really starting a day off on a healthy breakfast such as omelet with fresh vegetables or grilled um, fish and rice, or even having something like a really great um, oatmeal packed full of like a lot of nuts and seeds, um, and then having it with a side of like an omelet or something like that, that's really going to give you the nutritional advantage of having that energy so that you are able to tackle that workout and also regulate that blood sugar so you don't just come crashing down um, throughout the course of the workout. Drink water. Water is key. Hydration is so important. In addition to sipping water while you work out, make it a habit to actually have it throughout the day. I actually have a, a glass of water by my nightstand. So I make sure that at the moment I wake up, I'm drinking water. And I also have one so that the moment before I go to sleep, I'm drinking some water. Resting up. A sound workout plan should also include a good amount of time for rest and recovery. If your plan doesn't, please question it. Avoiding burnouts and injuries by taking days off or alternating your days um, of your intense workouts with gentle activities such as Tai Chi is ideal. I was talking to my father-in-law the other day, you know, he's just starting a workout plan. So I'm like, you know, maybe doing an upper body day, a lower body day, and then doing your water aerobics and then upper body day, lower body day, and then resting. Those are really great ways because that water aerobics is not as strenuous for him as the actual weight training. Number five, give yourself rewards. You have something to look forward to, so treat yourself to like something that's really nice. Maybe it is a nice massage or exotic piece of fruit after your session or that piece of clothing that you've always been wanting to get, whatever it may be. Let, um, just finding ways to like motivate yourself to help you get to that next goal. So let's say you have an incentive of dropping 10 pounds um, or running a mile faster saying that, okay, if I do this, I'm going to go get my nails done, or I'm going to go spend time with my friend Susie, or whatever it may be, really setting that as a goal. Number six is to track your progress. You need to know where you came from and, so that you can look and see what your progress is like. So I always say, 
track from the day one and then continually track on a monthly basis. Now you don't have to track every single um, week unless it's like strength gains or your um, endurance. But a lot of times people want to like measure themselves on a weekly basis or get on the scale like too often throughout the course of the week. Those things are going to really hinder you and it's going to make you feel really crappy because those weight fluctuations are going to go up and down throughout the course of the week. But find a method that works for you and saying like, okay, I'm going to weigh myself once a week. I'm going to measure myself once a month. I'm going to take progress photos once a month. I'm going to track my workouts. Now that's something that you could do every single day. Like I'm going to track how much I'm lifting and the reps and the sets and da 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 da. Those are really, really great so that you can look back and see what your progress is like. Or maybe you started off with five pound weights and now you're at 15 pound weights or 20 pound weights. Um, you could do this on fitness apps or using a simple journal to be able to help you evaluate your progress. Another thing I love to do, and this is number seven, is to post online. Working out alone does not mean that you have to give up on that social support. So if you um, do have a coach or you don't have a coach, still sharing your workouts on Facebook or, or um, Instagram or any other social media platforms is where you're going to be able to find and meet like-minded fit friends. And you might be able to find someone that will be interested in doing some of the things that you like to do. So now you have a workout partner. This is also a really great way to make sure that you are still on your, um, on your goals. You can encourage yourself to work out consistently more even when no one else is looking. So remember to plan ahead, have some fun, and tap into your own internal source of motivation. Whether you enjoy exercising alone or you like to hang out with your friends or you want to stick to a program, enjoy the benefits of an active lifestyle. And if you need a little bit more of that motivation to keep you on track of your goals so that you can accomplish them, reach out to me at stephanie at fitnesswellnesslife.com. Simply send me an email or go over to my website, www.fitnesswellnesslife.com and book a consultation session so we can get you on track of your wellness goals and see if working with me as your coach is a good fit for both you and I. All right. I hope you found a lot of these tips really, really helpful. Please let me know which one you are going to try this week. And I love to hear from you. Leave, a, leave it in like the comment section. That's all I want to know is like, which one are you going to try this week? See you guys next time. And don't forget, guys, to keep working towards creating a life you love and deserve. I will see you next week for another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. And I would love you to the moon and back if you left a rating and review on iTunes. This helps other podcast listeners to find this podcast. If you take a screenshot of this podcast episode with the rating and review, please email it over to stephanie at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And I will read it on air and give you a special guide to improving your health and wellness as a special thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com.
Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.